All right, I'm gonna count in in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? So this is gonna be my second podcast, and this time I have my friend Clinton. And today we're just gonna be talking, chatting it up, basically about whatever the hell we want. No incentive as far as what we're gonna talk about. Uh, everything's improvised. If you guys, whoever's listening, thank you. Whoever's not listening, uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> So to start off, I actually just want to basically give Clinton the opportunity just to give us a short bio as far as like what you do. And then, of course, just something that, you know, people could actually get to know you in the beginning. Cool. Actually yeah. yeah. Well, basically, I'm a photographer. My name is Clinton Ermey. Uh, I mainly do real estate. I used to do a lot of weddings, but... Now it's just real estate. I'm trying to put weddings on the back burner for a little bit uh, until I, you know, get my spark of magic back. And been shooting, I don't know, like 11 years professionally as full-time job. I just quit my job to be a photographer. I think that's probably what considers a professional photographer because it's all up in the air. Yeah, it's all... <laughs> right. There's no real actual diploma as far as like whenever you become a... No. Any time of professional this or professional that, no. so like whatever. Um, so we basically met what two years ago or three years ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, I I remember seeing your photos on Facebook. I think that's kind of where I got to know who you were, mm. as far as like as a photographer. I think you, if 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 it was not for the group, the photography group on online, mm -hmm. it was randomly that I just stumbled upon your photography, and like I think I started following you, and then of course we met up through the photography group and that's kind of where we kind of like started yeah. building an actual friendship you know right through that yeah. one well we met at bravery and yeah. uh yeah ended up having a few few drinks and <laughs> basically talking all night that i mean everybody a... else in the group they kind of just they had to go you know to their homes and <laughs> that and... was like a good introduction as far as yeah. like getting to know you yeah. <laughs> for the first time it was, it was fun though it was fun yeah like, i honestly feel good. like that for me was uh who you really were as far as like because you were pretty honest the first time that i actually met you right because for that that meeting i think you're doing a class or something you're showing your workflow yeah it's supposed to be like a presentation i brought in the projector and and had my little notes down that i was gonna you know <laughs> yeah. my speaking notes and uh it ended up being super short and you know nobody could really do it so basically I, I gave you a solo yeah uh, which i definitely presentation definitely yeah. appreciated it just at the time that i met you i had just started doing flash photography mm -hmm. and i would see your work online and the biggest problem that i had was the ceremonies as far as like the receptions yeah um, just because they were really dark and i was starting to do on-camera flash <clears throat> and i would look at your stuff and you were doing off-camera flash yeah i did have I did have the equipment at the time to do off-camera flash, but I didn't feel comfortable enough to actually set it up mm. and then spend the time on that and then basically do what I needed to do. I was just more comfortable just doing on-camera flash and just getting getting it done that way. And then when I, I was watching your stuff, it was like, like yeah, for me, it was like really, really good at the time Like where I was like, this is kind of where I need to bring up my photography as far as for my clients. Yeah. And then when I saw that you were going to give the class as far as like what you were doing, mm -hmm. I was really interested. And as far as like the people that weren't listening or the people that didn't show up, I honestly feel like they, they missed out on yeah. a lot of information that you, you right. honestly like gave out that, that right. day. Well, I was going <clears> to <throat> reveal it all. 
<laughs> which you kind of, you know, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> you should did. I be doing this? And then, yeah, well, I mean, it worked out and, you know, maybe, maybe I didn't have to reveal it all. Yeah. You know, you hear a lot of photographers and they're like, oh, reveal it all, you know, because yeah. it'll help everybody grow. Yeah. But there's, there's some few very little things that I do keep secret. Yeah. But I'll I'll share it with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm good. I'm pretty sure I could figure it out. You're this a cool point. guy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I remember at when <clears throat> I remember after the the class, I would say that you gave out the lecture yeah. um, from your PowerPoint. We stayed a, a lot longer as far as like when everybody else left. Yeah, we and stayed until they kicked us out. Yeah, basically. basically yeah. So for me, it was just the idea like, oh, there's someone that actually could look up to as far as like the skill level. Yeah. And you're basically giving me everything as far as like gear and what strobes you were using, um, yeah. all that, all that stuff. And I was basically just eating it up. And I actually remember asking you to critique my stuff. Yeah. For that. I remember that part. Of the just night. because I knew I was already starting to get off the off camera flash. Yeah. But I wanted, like, I wanted to really get comfortable off using off camera strobes. Um, and, and your stuff you... was good too. I remember. I remember it was, it was real good. You know, especially for just getting into it. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think that's kind of where like our friendship group, just because I felt like you were pretty honest as far as like as a critique. Mm. But then again, later on, you then brought up the whole idea that maybe you had a little bit too much to drink. Yeah, <laughs> and that way you're like a little bit too honest. But honestly, I liked the honesty as far as like that's what I kind of like that's what I was looking for as far as like anybody that I was asking to critique my stuff right I didn't want them to say this sugar coated yeah I didn't want them to tell me that it was a good photo right. or whatever yeah. I wanted that's to hear to I wanted to, to hear to all the negatives like as far as yeah. like how to improve if you're going to do the same shot again right or what could have improved if you know if you would have done <clears> this and this and that right right um so I, I feel like that honesty that you gave out that day yeah and he was either and remember it was just suggestion yeah exactly but for, for me know, there's it was just, the fundamentals yeah and that's basically what i was giving you and then when you critique somebody you, you basically you could look at the fundamentals because that's where because it is art and there is no right and wrong yeah but I truly believe there is fundamentals. Oh, definitely. And you need to, you know, you could follow those fundamentals and then, uh, then establish yourself then and then experiment, mm -hmm. you know. So basically, I was, I was just telling you the, what I saw yeah. fundamentally wrong, yeah. which really wasn't all that much. Yeah. You know, well, so. yeah. Well, for me, it was just more of experimenting. At the time, I was just doing a lot of free and fun mm -hmm. shoots either with my friends or... Right. whoever wanted to have a get a, their picture taken yeah um so as far as like the the aspect of me wanting to get it right i wanted to get it right but when mm. it came down to client paid clients that's where i felt uncomfortable you know delivering certain things because for me it was almost like did i get this shot because i got lucky yeah or did i actually know what i was doing and that's where you came in and kind of gave me those those notes as far as like what i was doing wrong and what I could have improved and then that kind of gave me at least bullet points in my brain yeah as far as like what then I could then start thinking about first mm -hmm. just because everything was just put together you know like oh I'm just gonna set it up and see how it looks and then like trial and error right but it's always good to just have somebody say like that's why this worked and that's why this didn't work and right. this is why this could work eventually mm -hmm. if you just kind of adjust on certain things yeah yeah um, well and you were real you know receptive when it came to that 
you know, which probably made me even tell you more, you know, because yeah. I could really dig on somebody that's, you know, that's enjoying the talk or, yeah. or actually absorbing it instead of trying to trying to flip it around. Oh, well, this is the reason I did this. Yeah. This is the reason I did that. You know, you, you kind of just absorbed all the information, which was just awesome. And that's probably, you know, why you're where you're at today yeah is well, because you didn't take anything to offense or yeah you know it was it was uh well you just you liked learning yeah you know? i think the process of learning is what i kind of enjoy yeah even till now like i i enjoy the process of like getting to know certain things of equipment right that i didn't know before and i'm like why i wish i could i wish i could go back and then basically tell myself hey instead of doing this it'll make your life a lot easier right either on setup time or if not in post in post yeah um so those are the things that i really enjoy and when when i actually get to learn that stuff mm. and it clicks in my brain for some reason it's just like a stimulant like that i'm always reaching out to as far as like my creativity yeah because i know i enjoy it but i also enjoy the learning process and right. that's something that i I kind of like I'm always searching for and then of course like I said it was always it's always good to know somebody that's basically better than you on certain things mm. in the areas that you're really wanting to get into and I remember when I first met you I barely had like maybe two years or maybe two years and a half of shooting photography and videography yeah so I was I was pretty green like I I honestly could say like I was going off of YouTube like most of the creators out there now yeah um, but I really wanted to learn the basics as far as the foundation as far as like for the lighting um how to use uh certain modifiers because mm -hmm. that's something that i didn't really understand at that time yet yeah i was doing basic uh umbrella lighting mm -hmm. and that's but that they're pretty cheap so <clears throat> they're really good, they're extremely good to go. cheap. yeah like beginner stuff yeah <clears throat> but as far as like other stuff like octo boxes and beauty dishes right um those are some those are the stuff that uh, i kind of wanted to like approach and see what they did and what's the differences like right between those uh actual modifiers that uh photographers could use or if i could use it and mm -hmm. why i would want to use it right for certain situations right why you would want to pay 150 dollars for a softbox versus a 20 dollar umbrella yeah exactly which really is kind of minuscule you know yeah exactly but i i do see the benefits as far as like using the umbrella but i do see the non-benefits as far as like if you're shooting outside yeah. an umbrella is something that you don't want to use if you're shooting inside and you have more control well, as far depends. as like, if the there's wind you know yeah the, well, the reason i don't like umbrellas well i love umbrellas you know most of it you know nine times out of ten i'll grab an umbrella if i have to run and gun yeah but it's uh you know catch lights the catch lights look like crap and you got to fix that in post because you could usually see the the tent poles out of an umbrella. Are you using the see-through umbrellas or the? You mean shoot-through? Yeah, shoot-through. My bad. Uh, yeah, or... yeah, but either or, yeah. you know, you'll still, you'll still see that. Yeah. Know, it depends on how close the photo is. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. Yeah, a lot. but I mean, when it comes to terms of like softness of light. Yeah, and then also controlling the light, knowing where it's going to bounce. Control. Yeah. yeah. See, that's where. Yeah, you want the octobox so yeah. you could aim it and then you could put a, a, a grid on it if yeah. you'd like but uh you know as for quality of light there's certainly nothing wrong with an umbrella yeah yeah definitely well those are the stuff that i kind of was were walking through that day or that night i i guess yeah but i i did really appreciate all the critique and all that stuff that you're giving me that day yeah. and it was really interesting because i for me i'm 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 a really reserved person as far as like the people that i meet 
Yeah. I'm really reserved. Like I, I do talk to people, but I don't connect with people that often as far right. as like person to person. But because I knew that you understood what you were talking about mm-hmm. from the beginning and I wanted to actually know what you're like how to do the stuff that you were doing. That's the only reason you connected. I, I think so. I Not it because was, I'm cool. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, it it was I'm pretty sure it was like definitely personality towards like the conversations that we were having. Yeah. But as far as like the friendship that we we developed, it did I could honestly say it did come from that mm. that day because it was like the honesty that you gave me and then I guess because right. I, I was basically being open as far as like here's my beginner pictures. Hmm. please tell me everything that's wrong yeah. and don't be afraid. And I think because you understood that I wanted that critique and I was okay with the critiques, right. you were pretty cool with as far as like, okay, yeah, he yeah. actually wants to learn rather than... I, I do get uh, messages from other photographers that technically want to do the same thing, like what mm-hmm. you did for me, mm-hmm. but it's almost like I'll look at their photos and yeah. it's almost like a cell phone picture, you know, like right. th- there's nothing to critique because they haven't done anything for me to like actually establish something like mm. okay you what did you shoot it on on your cell phone it, it looks like a cell phone picture there's there's nothing no dynamic range or what uh modifiers did you use or mm-hmm. you know like i could honestly just say like oh just make sure you're in the shade if you're shooting outside and you know but that's not really critiquing it's more of an advice right um you mean like picking apart something yeah really picking apart something yeah. as far as like what what could i do to improve this picture but then not they're outside and yeah. there's no creativity to it so yeah. there's nothing that i could really connect with that person as far right. as like if i'm gonna um advise you to use certain things like but i don't see anything that you used yeah. besides your camera yeah and that that's it like well and the mediocre photos i think are are much harder to critique you know because it's kind of just it's you know it's it's a photo and then a a good photo is easy to critique because you could see the mistake because the mistakes stick out Mm -hmm. so much better you know or so much more it's like uh say you got like a landscape photo or uh something like that and if it's just a flat boring landscape photo taken at 12 o'clock in the afternoon then that's what it is yeah you know but if it's a sunset photo and you have the sunset over on the, the right side and it's not rule of thirds, that stuff sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Did I just go off on a tangent? What were we talking about? <laughs> you were talking about actually critiquing something that's actually yeah thoughtful as far as like the right. actual oh, well, photo. Well, that's probably why you were yeah. having a tough time critiquing, you know, other people's photos if, if they were just, you know, pretty plain Jane. Yeah. 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 And especially because I, 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 I was really... I was thinking that I was going to go into the wedding photography as well, mm-hmm. um, but it just didn't really happen that way. It just, I, I still do it. I just, it didn't go in as deep, I guess, as far as like the, the workflow that I do get from the real estate stuff or yeah. the marketing stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I know back then I, I would get messages from photographers that were into the photography as far as like the wedding stuff and they were asking me to critique their wedding photography yeah but it was it's the same basic stuff it was you know like i, I it was it's hard to critique stuff that i just basically need to sit there and shadow them mm-hmm. rather than just critique that one picture right. the actual process yeah. of making it yeah exactly instead of the actual image yeah because I, I could definitely critique it as far as like editing and as far as like right. hey and like 
bring down your highlights a little bit because mm. they're blown out and you want to see the detail of the dress or you know mm. stuff like that i could definitely give advice but that i feel like that's not really critiquing mm. as far as like the moment of the actual photo yeah you know like why well you... it's not as important i don't think because then it's basically your photo you know anybody yeah. could throw some filters on it in lightroom and and it would be a different photo so i think the the process of it is much more you know valuable to know about you know like easier it, it makes it easier in post you yeah know? and as far as like where your like background background is as far as like how you started on photography like i know yeah. you kind of spoken to like we had a conversation about like i asked you like when what was it that got you into photography yeah. or actually touching the camera mm-hmm. and i remember you were saying about like your friend yeah jim kelso yeah so yeah. if you could just kind of like briefly yeah, just, if you're watching jim what's up <laughs> <laughs> if you kind of like just briefly just kind of like go through that because i'm pretty sure people are interested in like sure hearing sure how i started uh yeah basically i was uh, you know, I skated most of my younger life. So I was hanging out with the crowd and, and they needed photos and, and video, of course. And, and my buddy, Jim Kelso, he was always basically doing that. And uh, he was getting rid of his old rebel, regular rebel camera, not the TI or any of that crap. And you remember I was, the megapixels? I, yeah, it was six. It was six megapixels, <laughs> which was cool at the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I had a digital camera. My first digital camera had one megapixel. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it was it looked fine yeah, yeah. to me at the time, but so he was selling that, and I was I was like, hey, let me let me buy that from you, and I bought a, a manual fish fish eye lens. I don't remember the brand, but it worked, you know. And yeah. and he basically gave me the the fundamentals. He gave me my foundation, uh, and you know, after that, it was just nonstop, you know, photos. I just fell in love with it, which made it easier to learn. Yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, and just just constantly shot and and that's basically how I started. Yeah, but I mean there was really no money in it. You know, yeah, you I get think... pot and beer, but that's not going to pay <laughs> you know your bills. Yeah. yeah. So when when I finally did grow up a little, uh, then that's when I I got into. Actually, I was I did uh, sports photography, racing okay. racing photography for Brian uh, for over ten years and. And from, you know, while I was doing that, that, that's when I went into weddings and then but done weddings for about eight years. And yeah, that's basically where I came from was skateboarding photography. But what was it that actually like, like got your attention? Yeah. Like, what was it? Like, what was the moment? Well, you know, to be honest, I I remember, and I just looked at the photo. It was on my wife. My, no, it was. No, I was looking at my buddy Chris Barber's uh, profile on Facebook. He just yeah. hit me up yesterday, like out of nowhere. It's crazy. And one of the photos in there was my first off-camera flash photo. Hmm. And it was just like, wow. And it, it looked so cool. It still looks cool. Yeah. You know, there's stuff wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was like, damn, that's awesome. You know? <laughs> so, and, and I think it was once I started doing that, because, you know, I'm completely obsessed with, with light and off-camera yeah. flash. And as soon as I saw what it could do, you know, it, it was, that was it. It was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do is just make things look crazy awesome, yeah. you know, because you could do some amazing stuff yeah. with light, you know? So I think that's what sparked it. And yeah, it was cool. So Very was cool. it the process of actually learning the off-camera flash that really got you in deep? I mean, not, well, not learning it. 
I mean, or, well, like, yeah, like I guess. actually seen the what you like actually like for the first time when you did off camera flash. Yeah, and then you saw the after product. Right. Was that like your moment? That was my moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's crazy that you asked me that question because, like I said, I just looked at that photo yesterday, and it was like in my you know in my head yeah, I was yeah. like that was the first time you know it was a Sigma flash and it was <laughs> high speed sync. Okay. Uh, FP, I think Sigma calls it. Yeah, and, I remember. And uh, yeah, it's just so cool, man. You know, like what was it of? It was skateboarding. You know, oh, he's doing a nose pick over oh, okay, on gotcha. uh, at the at the K gutters. I forgot what it was called, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. Very that's cool. cool, man. Yeah, that's that's always interesting. Actually, you get to know like someone's background as far as like where their actual spark came from. Yeah, because everybody has a different story as far as like right. why and when and yeah. Like, that's a that's a cool question, man. Yeah, I like because I, I know some people like fall into the idea like they it's like a romantic story as far as like an artist like Mm -hmm. they have this this perspective in their head that it's just romantic and it's all highlights for us you know like Mm. we just create these nice things but they don't see the the like the beginning stuff where you're actually learning to actually use your camera and the functions of the camera Mm. and then your creativity kind of grows from that, you know, and then of course we're dealing with the uh, clients that they don't understand that aspect either. Yeah. Where you're then now dealing with money and then we're having to become a business. Right. Which we're not a business because our mind doesn't work that way, but then we have to be kind of adapt our brains to that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's always fun to like actually hear that stuff mm-hmm. and actually like, so people could hear it too. And then basically like spark someone else's like, you know, like, creativity like oh yeah you know right yeah that's how it happened for him but then i also want them to understand that it is it's a lot of work to actually get to the point where you're at when you're photography right um and then of course yeah i mean i was shooting for like two years before i had that spark you know or maybe like a year something and it was just like oh these guys need photos i mean there was there was passion but i mean you know it was just like i certainly didn't think i was gonna be doing it for a living yeah definitely but uh yeah that spark that's that's a unique question i like yeah. that and do you do you actually advise other photographers or even just in general just creators not to think about the money when they're first no, starting think or think about money in from the beginning <laughs> that's extremely important so do you do you like recommend <clears throat> them to like think about that when they're first starting what they're doing well it's tough I mean, because, I mean, without the money, they, they wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. You know, so it is, it is part of the equation. You yeah. know, it's not all about the money. Of course not. But, but they, they have to consider what they're going into. You know, is it going to be able to pay mm-hmm. enough for me to continue shooting? Yeah. That's basically the number one question. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what was the second part of the question? As far as like the creativity stuff yeah. for creators, like, is there just the money aspect when they're first starting? When they're first starting, yeah. Uh, no, no. I think, I think they they have to find something that they enjoy doing, you know. And yeah, because I know when I first started playing music, yeah. and this was when I was like, well, I started playing music when I was eleven. I, I started with the trumpet. But I didn't fall in love with the trumpet. Right. I knew I liked music, yeah. but I didn't love music yet. Like, I didn't even listen to music at that point. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't on the radio or uh, getting CDs or cassettes at the time, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
there, there wasn't an enjoyment, you know, for me to actually say, like, oh, this is this band or this is that band. But I remember uh, when I first started playing the guitar, which I was 15 at the time, mm. I basically fell in love with music. And it was almost like you fall in love with something, but you don't think about, yeah. you know, like, you, like we're talking so about. So I'm still trying to get this question. Wait, so you're, you're asking, how did they get to that spark? No, no, no. Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. I'm asking you, like, asking, like, giving advice to a creator that is wanting to start something as far as, like, either drawing, painting, yeah. any kind of instrument, you know, or, like, photography, videography. Is it important for them to actually start to think about the money aspect oh, I gotcha. in the beginning? Or is it something that they should no, just... No, no, of course not. Yeah. Not at the beginning. Yeah. You know, nobody should think about the money at the beginning. I mean, most people that do that, they burn out quick. Yeah. And that's kind of what I kind of, I wanted to hear from you. you know, okay. Like, well, I wasn't getting the <laughs> yeah, question. Sorry. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely don't, don't think about the money. Yeah. Cause I do, I do see a lot of, like I, I spoke to Shannon on the other pa- podcast about hobbyists, as far as like now that, uh, cameras are so accessible as far as yeah. like, you know, if they're pretty cheap, you know, back mm-hmm. then they were really expensive and, you know, everything as far as like social media, they could post and, you could take a, like a thousand pictures and you'll have this really nice picture. Yeah. And then the expectations from that picture from everybody, they don't, they didn't need, they didn't see those other right. photos that they took that yeah. they were pretty crappy, Yeah. but their expectations from certain photographers or hobbyists mm-hmm. is the money aspect. Right. They're right. really pushing the business side from the beginning. And it's one of those things that, I, I like to hear from other creators yeah. that started without thinking about the money. Yeah. That you're you're of course you, we're growing up and getting older we have bills and right. all this other stuff so now we have to actually think about the income. Yeah. But in the beginning, do you think it's important to actually start thinking about? No, I think that just muddies the water. You know, yeah. it's like why think about that when you know? I mean, I could see if it's if you if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, you know, of course think about the money quickly. But when it comes to that, I think to have fun with it, you know, I think you'll grow much, you know, healthier, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, don't don't think about the money right away. You know, don't make it you're going to be a professional photographer. You're going to make thousands of dollars. You know, you're going to make these awesome ass photos. Yeah. You know, don't think of it that way. Just have fun with it. You got to have fun with it. Yeah. And as far as equipment, do you think it's important to actually start off with a bunch of equipment or do you just recommend just to start with one kit lens and now that well i wouldn't camera. buy a kit lens or no some of, some of these cameras just come with the kit lens they already. come with it but then they charge you 300 bucks for it so you're yeah. basically paying 300 bucks for something you could have got for 100 bucks yeah. on ebay and you're just going to resell because kit lenses suck yeah. but well I, I understand if you, you can't afford need, you know a lens so yeah. uh, you know if 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 it's just the kit lens you could get then then go for it that's fine but just you know, people need to remember to spend more money on the lens than the camera because cameras are really just obsolete. They, they yeah, off. it's all about yeah. the lens and yeah. light. But uh, man, I keep getting sidetracked. You're you're tired. <laughs> it's the, it's tired. the heat. <laughs> it is the heat. <laughs> it's really it's like hot. 100 degrees out there. It's really hot. We just actually just came back from a, a real estate shoot right now. Yeah, and it was really hot. So just forgive Clinton for his <laughs> sidetracking brain. <laughs> Sorry. Well, far, I go off on tangents. You know right, that. It's, it's and all right. then I just lose myself. <laughs> it's all right. As far as like this whole idea for the podcast too, like I'm, I'm so overthinking as far as like what it's for, what it's intended for. Yeah. Um, like 
when I, I have conversations where, like I said, I, I'm not really um, like a open book type of person when it comes right. to certain people. Yeah. But the people that I've actually let into my life, mm-hmm. I would definitely like other people to actually get to know because you're a reserved person too from what I've noticed. Like you talk when you're in front of people. Yeah. But when it comes down to actually like going out and socializing at this point in your life, yeah. Like I don't see you doing that, but that's one of those things like man, like I I wish everybody gets got to know Clinton the way that I I actually know Clinton. Yeah. Um just what well, is I mean this this point of my life. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I got my 3-year-old and Yeah, exactly. a 15-year-old at home and my wife, you know, yeah. I got to give them attention. Yeah. And, so I I definitely understand like where yeah. you're at in your life and stuff, but those are the things that I, I feel like it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be a block for people to get to know you. I, th- I think this is kind of like my excuse for yeah. this podcast too, mm. is so that I could actually introduce people t- that I've gotten to know right. the way that I've gotten to know them. And then, like you said, you're getting sidetracked. Honestly, I don't care like if you're getting yeah. sidetracked or not. Cool. That's the point of the podcast. Well, I don't is... want to piss off a bunch of people <laughs> and say, man, this guy's a... <laughs> Can it cuss? I could cuss. Yeah, right? you could do whatever. Cool. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, so that's the my idea is yeah. just so that I could actually have conversations the yeah. way that we have conversations. What's well, nice when you, you when know? you asked me to do the interview, I was like, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, a lot of people, maybe because I don't go out all that yeah. often, maybe they think I'm some kind of big asshole or something, <laughs> you know. And I just I would like just to you know kind of explain myself and. But I don't, I don't think people think I'm an asshole or anything. Yeah, I don't think so. Every now and then, but not that often. I could be, sure. <laughs> but yeah, Every not, now and then. Not too I'll, often. I'll ask Clint, say, hey, let's go out. And you're like, all right. And never show up. It's <laughs> like, all right. I promise I try. And I have good intentions of going out. It's just, <laughs> No, I, I definitely understand that. I'm just joking yeah, around. Yeah. Um, but those are the those are the reasons for this, I, like, the idea. Yeah. Or I think, like, when I start something, I don't think about why i'm going to start i just know i have to start it right like that that was my initial thought like i need to do something else besides so doing true artist yeah doing what Sounds we do just like an artist um let me reset this camera yeah <laughs> it's gonna yeah but I'm, I'm glad you're doing it and it's cool you know it's gonna be interesting i want to i want to listen to the other people as well because yeah. it's like all you see you know on facebook you see all the best of you know oh that wasn't me i promise it was the chair <laughs> was uh but i mean all you see is the good stuff, you know, yeah, and yeah. It, the highlighted be, points, right? And yeah. most of it's just photos, anyway. So you can't really, you know, get to know their personalities. So. Yeah, exactly. And right. I feel like a lot of I, I don't know what it is at this point within the photography group that we are in right now. Mm-hmm. I, I I do see the gathering like we're really united. Yeah. But there are certain groups within the group that hang out or are really close. Yeah. And I recognize it. Which I, I feel like I'm close with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly feel like every single person within that group, I get to hang out. And but then there are certain times where I don't, I don't get to see you. Or I don't get to see the other person right. because you're not really associated with those certain little groups, right? As much as I am, or as much as they are. It's like lunchtime at high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And those are the things that I kind of would want to like, at least uh, let them or let those other clients, you know, that are out there get to know. Yeah. you you know just talking like c- communicating with me like right now this is not scripted at all we're not right i'm not like right now when i'm asking you questions they're just questions that are coming to my head like if we're driving to a wedding right exactly the same questions that i'm i've been asking you the whole time like yeah. how did you start blah blah, blah. like just a, a holding, true. you know yeah. holding you, conversation you have asked yeah. me that in the car yeah so yeah. It's, it's just one of those things that i i do want <clears throat> to like highlight when it comes down to the conversations that I do have, 
mm-hmm. in this podcast with other people yeah. because I am going to have people that are like in higher end professions, I guess, that I've gotten to know. And but those aren't the things that I want them to talk about only. Right. You, you want know? the raw stuff, the yeah, good I, stuff. Yeah, I really yeah. want them to actually like like approach it as far as like, yeah, you're talking to me, but mm-hmm. you're talking to everyone else, I guess. Right. You know, like as far as like if they if they've already gotten to know you already and they've gotten to know who you are and hung out with you one on one, but instead of you actually doing it physically, they can mm-hmm. do it on their computer or yeah. you know headphones. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel it's a like lazy that's, way of socializing. <laughs> yeah, the the laziest. I dig it. Yeah, it's but a... but everyone's busy, you know. Like you're busy, you know. Yeah. Everyone has their own schedule and agendas as far as like lifestyles. So, right. so I I definitely understand like everyone has to respect everything because I I. I if it were up to me, we would be hanging out a lot more than we hang out now. Yeah. But, you well, know. Especially with all this crap going on. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I I, I, I I, know I hit you up, like, randomly before this whole thing happened. Mm. Like, uh, I would just ask you to just have lunch, you know, like, yeah. just randomly. I'm like, hey. We I'm... have lunch all the time. Exactly. I probably have lunch with you more than anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, besides my family, you know, outside <laughs> of my family. Yeah, but those are the things that I, I like doing. Like, when yeah. it comes down to people that I meet. Yeah. I actually like to become friends with them, not associates or not just an acquaintance. Right. Because those are, I have millions of those, you mm. know, like you get to meet somebody every other day, yeah. you know, just pumping gas in your car and you're like, sure. that, that's it. Like you're never going to see that person ever again. Yeah. And I feel like it's very important that if you do have a connection as far as like either creativity or some sort of vibe going on as far as like a friendship, mm-hmm. you stay connected because those are really important to actually have at least someone to talk to as far as like, not what's going on at home but at least like have a different way of like approaching stuff you know from your creativity side and then keep your mind away from what maybe be in the back of your head like a negative Mm. thought or whatever so i I feel like that's pretty important to actually understand and like actually have too yeah yeah um but yeah yeah so uh as far as like when when it comes down to the av area how long have you been out here well, I moved out here when I was four, and then I stayed here until I was, what, like 18, 19, moved to Colorado for a little bit, came back after a year because I did not like that. <laughs> Colorado? <laughs> not the town I was in. I was in Greeley, which was a farming town. Was it cold? <laughs> it was okay. Colorado? I mean, there would be snow on the ground, but, it, you know, it'd be like 80 degrees out, so okay. it, was, it was fine. It wasn't freezing. <laughs> But it was just uh, just not the greatest town. You know, I saw online, like, uh, it's like 500 bucks apartment or something yeah. right next to the mall in, in the, the town. And uh, so I figured, yeah, why not? And then I, you know, I got there and I realized very quickly, you know, because on Sundays they would boil the blood away, I guess. And that would make the whole town just smell like rotten meat. What? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, that's why. Yeah, you can't smell in these photos online yeah. that I looked at. So you moved by yourself or? Uh, me and my buddy Nolan. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we we moved there for a little bit. and What was the reason for it? Just for fun. Just so for you kicks. just wanted to get out of the state? Sure, like... sure. When you were that age, you know, we didn't have anything holding us here. You know, besides you? family. I was about 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe 20. 20? I don't know. I, know. I know I had my fake ID, so I wasn't <laughs> 21. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, you know, it was just just to get out, and and we got out, and we, you know, experienced some fun stuff, and you know, he went back, I don't know, after like six months or something. Okay. He couldn't handle it, and I I couldn't handle it, but I tried my hardest too. Yeah, what were you doing it. out there though? 
Uh, I was working for AT&T customer service. Dang. Yes. It was, wow. it was horrible. Sounds fun. <laughs> I was doing four ten, so it was 10 hours every day. Wow. Yeah. I remember I would accidentally answer my house phone, you know, hey, this is, hello, this is Clinton Army. How can I help you? You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm glad I don't live out there anymore, you know. <laughs> Uh, work for AT&T anymore nice yeah for I mean it was, it was a cool town I'm not dogging on Greeley but yeah. were you out there for a year you're saying mm, just short of it okay and yeah. then you just ended up coming back came back here and then and then now I'm, I'm you know it's it would be nice to to move you know I was thinking Texas is cool yeah. I love Texas I spent like a good amount of time out there just for work and uh but you know then I'd have to reestablish all my clients and move my family you know move everything inside our house i think the first time that i met you you were already talking about wanting to move to right Texas, yeah so. yeah so. well i mean there's just so many damn rules here in california yeah. you know just Property restrictions and and it seems like everybody gets so upset so fast yeah you know and that's just so annoying because it's it's not it's <laughs> like the complete opposite of you know and yeah. i just I, I like to chill i like to yeah. relax and not be on edge or or constantly be looking for something to complain about yeah well the far the one the way that i see other states as far as like texas and like missouri mm. or even colorado or arizona yeah um they're pretty open as far as like you know like the population isn't as crowded yeah so there's not as much tension tension <clears throat> i think that's what it is maybe um, yeah probably yeah because in california we're all well and and i'm generalizing i mean it's maybe the majority of people or maybe it's just what i see on youtube you know who knows they're just brainwashing <laughs> me i don't you need because everybody that i meet seems pretty cool at least you know in the av yeah everybody seems like way cool yeah, you know yeah. you start heading a little more towards la and yeah you definitely feel attention in la yeah like but I, I mean i'm not saying that everybody in la is yeah. a bunch of whiners <laughs> no but you definitely feel the tension as far as like the sure how, like how clustered everything is oh yeah like yeah. when i go do a house out there like for photos mm -hmm. i have to park sometimes a block away right you know yeah. to actually get to the house that i need to you know shoot yeah for photos and it's just it, I, I could see how that's annoying if you're living there on a daily yeah. basis that would get pretty stressful you know and then of course then you're having to deal with the traffic every day traffic and then you're having to deal with the i don't know like wherever you live at it could be like bad situation as far as like you know your neighbor right or, well so tensions are high exactly so yeah. I, I definitely that's how i kind of view like when people talk about california and then mm. like i i definitely understand the taxes because taxes in california are pretty crazy they're pretty crazy so yeah. when people are actually saying like i'm going to nevada yeah. or i'm going to texas or i'm going somewhere else mm -hmm. it's usually because of that yeah um when i was looking into that too because i mean they just raised taxes like last month again i think we're at like almost 10 percent sales something just it's crazy <laughs> and then you look at like anywhere else besides new york yeah and it's like like five or six yeah and and i was looking into it and i was like man we gotta get the heck out of here yeah. you know the property tax is crazy yeah, too property taxes are and then i was like well you know let me let me look at the benefits of being a californian mm -hmm. and there are actually some some really awesome benefits yeah. you know some really cool ones that save you a ton of money yeah and you know so i was like well you know it kind of evens out then yeah right because yeah but yeah. it just really depends on the the work that you're doing as far as within each state mm -hmm. like are you going to get the same amount of work in texas for right. real estate or well, the same amount of pay exactly you know someone and, in texas probably give me like 50 bucks to shoot a house yeah you know, I, I honestly i've never done anything out of state when it comes to real estate so i mm -hmm. i don't know what the margins are yeah I don't. like either. i'm barely getting to know 
what there, our margins are right now. Yeah. Like, in I, this is my second year. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, like, now I'm actually getting to know, like, oh, maybe we should go a little higher, you know? Yeah. Well, I think our with our real estate photography, I think I think we are priced low, and I'm not just trying to sell yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, we are, you know, considered you know, the majority of people in, in our market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like because of the market out here in the AV, mm. um, it's a little like the the percentage, I guess, it's in divided as well with the realtors and the client. Yeah. Because that's what I've noticed too. I always ask the realtor, I'm like, um, what's your percentage if you don't mind me asking? And then they'll always say like 4%. And I'm like, yeah. that's why you're only getting the photos and not the video and not the Matterport mm. or not the introductory walk through video you know for their own personal stuff yeah because they're basically paying out of pocket mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things that for me i i needed to understand how they worked to understand why they're not getting certain packages that we offer right and it's because of that you know like i i get that certain realtors are already established yeah but even sometimes established realtor is still you know the one that's wanting the the cheaper oh, package course. yeah because Actually, they do want they do want to save the money save some money um but what i've also noticed also from the newer incoming realtors like the younger guys or oh, the yeah. younger gals that are coming up yeah they're actually more the willing to actually get everything you yeah. know like and it's working for them too. yeah and it, yeah and it's a lot quicker for them because yeah. they're they actually see the benefit because they actually know how to utilize it too sure because the older generation they don't know how to actually they don't know how to promote it yeah you know so i i do see the change as far as like right. when it comes to price points and i do i am noticing that we are pricing our stuff a little lower than what we should oh. but of course we're a newer company and if and if you guys don't know this um me and clinton are in the same company as far as like real estate yeah they're probably like what the heck yeah they're, what, what are they talking about <laughs> so uh to just give a brief story as far as like the the whole company Clinton's been doing real estate for eight years. No, not that long. Probably Ten, five, 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 six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I started for uh, real estate. But I'm gonna say two years. Around mm-hmm. the time that I met you, like maybe two, three months after that, I got into the real estate photography. Mm-hmm. Like you, I remember that day that I met you. I, I, I don't think the conversation ever came up when it came down to the photography. When it came to the real estate stuff. Yeah, never. Like, I, it wasn't even in my head to even, like, pursue. Like, right. it just came up randomly for me. And that's something that people, like, they ask me, like, how did you start? And I always say, just, it happened. You know, I just, someone approached me. And, like I said, I, I got lucky. They approached me first. I they, they asked me if I've ever done real estate. I said, no. And I basically said I could give it a shot, but I was really honest. I'm like, I don't know how to, I know how to do photography. I I, I know real estate photography is a specific type of photography that you have to learn. And he said, okay, I'll I'll give you a shot. I basically gave him a big discount as far as like the price point. Yeah. It was really low and I over delivered as far as like the pictures. Yeah. But. I know he was my first complaint as far as like for real estate. Really? He was my, like, he was the most critical as far as like the, because it was like in the west side, so Quartzill area, so a nice house, two story mm. house. And previously, 
there was a I don't know I don't know if I want to mention any names as far as like there's a higher end real estate guy out here and I think you know who I'm talking about yeah so he had a house right next door to the house that I was shooting as far as like for the for the photos mm-hmm. but that house was basically upgraded so it was the same structured house the same flooring but it didn't have carpet you know the furniture was nicer there's a pool in the back yeah so an upgraded house is always going to look nicer you yeah. know no matter what right so his photographer actually had experience as far as like actually how to shoot a house and it was my first time doing real estate mm-hmm. so of course my pictures didn't look like that right and of course the oh, realtor he's comparing them? yeah he definitely compared everything <laughs> everything and like yeah. i said i over delivered like instead right. of giving like i think we our max that we did deliver right now is around 30 to 40. Um, if it's a bigger house, we will do 40 photos, but it has to be a big house. Yeah. But back then it was like a two story house. I did like 60 photos. Like I, <laughs> right. I basically gave him every corner of mm-hmm. that house. Yeah. And because I knew that he was giving me the opportunity to actually, I try to mm. do it, but it was that, you know, that complaint that I still have. What did he complain about? Everything. Like yeah. it, it was, just didn't because, look like it was guys. because he was comparing those photos yeah. to my photos, right. knowing that I was a beginner. So well, that's good though. Yeah, because of, from the beginning, <laughs> yeah. I learned right away. Like you have to learn everything. Like yeah. I never want to feel that type of yeah. criticism again. Right. You didn't you hop know? on YouTube and I, check out. I did, but it was like I. It was like overnight. It was like yeah. he he came. He asked me one day, and I shot it the next day. Right. So yeah. it was it wasn't like I had a week or a couple of days to actually understand what it was. Mm-hmm. And I basically I just remember that, and like I said, I got lucky. To the point, even though he critiqued it to the point where I'm like, oh, he's never going to use me again. Yeah. He actually recommended me to other realtors. Mm -hmm. So I was really surprised that he did that. That's cool. Yeah. So from that experience, knowing that he didn't like the photos. Yeah. And knowing that he was even willing to give me the chance to like recommend me to other realtors. That's where I really like started saying like, okay. People are giving you money. It's not a lot of money, but they're giving you money. Yeah. Give them what they actually are paying you for. Of course. You know? Yeah. So in my head, I that's where my learning process, like, really came in, popped in. Like, you have to learn everything. Mm. And, of course, that like, that's how I progressed as, as far as, like, the real estate stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like a brief, you know, history of how I started. Yeah. But now we teamed up as far as, like, real estate photographers videographers out in the av that's right um just because we see the benefits as far as like being in a group rather than being individuals sure. i mean we could battle each other all day long, yeah definitely but, but we're not gonna exactly not gonna do anybody good exactly we're just gonna basically like i don't know well if we team up and then take the whole av then <laughs> <laughs> we could just do that <laughs> that's the plan yeah yeah that's... you know why not <laughs> yeah so that that's kind of a the brief history as far as like how I started, and of course, how um, the InView—that—that's the company's name, InView Media. InViewMedia.com. Yeah. So, if any realtors out there wanna, and don't forget that hyphen. <laughs> A lot of people forget that hyphen. InView-Media. <laughs> Isn't that social media for the social media, or is that the website? That's the website too. Really? And my email. <laughs> yeah. One one guy was like, "Dude, I'm emailing you." <laughs> It's not going through. I'm like, you know, are you forgetting the hyphen? And that's happened like five times. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Uh, that's fine though that's what separates us from everybody else we have a hyphen in our <laughs> email <laughs> yeah, our yeah website. so but yeah 
but yeah that's technically what we're doing now as far as like a, as a team um, yeah we you still do your wedding stuff um and i, I, I might consider weddings yeah yeah but and, and i have a, i'm in the same boat as you like for yeah. for a while too like i'm i first started not wanting to do quinceaneras mm-hmm. um for me they're just they don't See, i like they don't do anything for me as far yeah. as like the creativity stuff like maybe because i grew up with them mm-hmm. you know like i grew up going to quinceaneras commonplace you know like you. so i yeah. like it's just like oh okay it's just 15 yeah. year old girl just turned 15 yay right you know yeah. okay give her presents so for me there's like okay congratulations you woke up and turned 15 right so the for me the creativity just never settled the inspiration yeah it was there is yeah. no inspiration as i'm wanting to do it and i have right. done quinceaneras but like i said it's just not it's not for me yeah. so that was the first thing that i knew that i didn't want to do the second thing was babies i did <laughs> i did try out babies too like yeah. when you first start you want to try it you at least want to try it to see mm. one if you like it and two if you're good at it right and then kind of like choose your path after yeah. that um and like now it's got kind of like i'm on the same boat when it comes to the wedding stuff too like where you're at yeah um do you do you know why well i think it became more of chasing the client making the client happy than it was about the photography with me especially with all these new people out you know charging 300 400 500 bucks for a wedding you know just because they don't have to pay bills with that money i guess it's more of a hobby for them but they don't understand you know it's kind of hurting the business especially when there's thousands and thousands of new photographers every day doing that driving the, the price down so the the price i know i had to adjust a few times uh just to stay relevant in yeah. the market and then now it's 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 gotten to a point where well, i love real estate you know it's it's a completely different beast which is mm-hmm. weird that i do both but you know i figured well i'm just going to spend all my time in real estate for at least this year uh and that's yeah it's just good it turned into chasing the client too much you know about advertisement i don't like spending a shit ton of time on facebook or instagram putting hashtags on my crap (laughs) i don't know any of that stuff you know and i don't want to spend an hour doing it you know with real estate it's like a lot of these you know uh, agents are are pretty old school and and it's you know basic here's my price this is what you're gonna get and it's cut and dry boom you gonna hire me or not you know and with real with weddings it's completely different you get you know it, it's i mean it's not necessarily a bad thing because yeah. there's a ton of people out there that love doing all that stuff yeah. but for me it was just it was just a little too stressful as far know. as like the marketing side marketing yeah, yeah it all became marketing That's so it, it has nothing to do actually with I love shooting weddings. Okay, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love shooting weddings. You've yeah. heard me say this a million yeah. times. Uh, you know, it's like extremely exciting and, you know, and you get some pure raw emotions that you just can't get with like a model, you know, yeah. like real stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I want to photograph that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. But uh, as for what is making me take a break from it, mm-hmm. I'll just call it taking a break. Yeah. Uh, is definitely just trying to get the the clients it turned too too much business you know when you asked earlier about uh, should i be people should be focused on the money yeah to a certain point and with the weddings it was just it became all about the money you yeah. know it's like well am i gonna even break even if i do a wedding for this much you know there's so much stuff that you, you have to pay for and that 
that nobody talks about. You know, at least second photographer, second insurance. photographer, insurance, websites, yeah. emails, even you know, storage. Yeah, definitely storage. You know, and then uh, and then all the time it takes to to edit those things. You know, it's just. And then at the end of the day, you, you got a hundred bucks. What you know? <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah. So I mean, it, I I suppose if 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 I wanted to just not edit or not get insurance or yeah. you know, I mean, there's ways. Sure, I could do it, but then I wouldn't be happy with the end product. You know, I just, everything's got to be you know legit, like straight up. Yeah. The last wedding that we did, I. I enjoyed just because of the the setup that they had in the I location. I love that last wedding. It was, that was really awesome. Yeah. And then the what two wedding weddings prior to that, that was like the worst wedding that I've ever gone to. <laughs> not because of the inv- not it wasn't the place, it was the energy. You the know? energy. It was just like there were yeah. certain people there that right. I just like it drained me for a couple of days, and I like I never felt that in my entire life. Right. I was like, what is going on? No, I hear you, man. Like, I felt tired. I even told you that I got confused on certain things. Like, yeah. Well, I could tell you were off, too. I was so confused. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I was like a twilight zone. I'm like, yeah. it, it just... And that, for me, those were the... Those are kind of my excuses as far as, like, not wanting to do weddings. Right. And also be just because I've already done it. Um, and I feel like I... I've, I feel like people that enjoy weddings actually mm-hmm. love doing it you yeah. know because they love that environment you know mm-hmm. that celebration for me like i i could i'm introverted mm-hmm. so i could be by myself and i'm happy right you know and then there's extroverts that need people's energy yeah like i like being around people i just don't like being around crowds you know even mm-hmm. when i was in a band we'd play at the whiskey mm-hmm. and i was not in the crowd yeah. until we played on stage right you know because i like that energy mm. but i don't like the elbow to elbow yeah. touching you know like right. i don't want to be in a crowd and i i feel like that's what a wedding is sometimes you know like yeah. you have to be a ninja and you're moving around through to get the documentary sure. photography sure um and that kind of gets tiring for an introvert you know yeah. like you, you get overwhelmed yeah. and for an extrovert like they're kind of like wanting that energy that's their space yeah that's yeah. definitely their space but right. that's kind of where i'm at when it comes to yeah weddings. i kind of noticed that when I, I i second shot for you uh that one that was local yeah av i forgot where is in lancaster but i kind of noticed that you didn't really want to get in the whole mix i yeah. guess is yeah. the way to explain it yeah which is totally fine yeah, yeah. I'm usually like that. I just force myself to do. Yeah, you know. and I I definitely force myself too. Right. Like this whole idea of doing the podcast, I'm forcing myself to be in front of the camera. Right. Like nothing that I've done has been because I, it's come easy. Yeah. You know, like you ask me why do I run so much, because I don't want to get fat. <laughs> you know, right. it's simple. Like I want to be healthy. Yeah. Like it's easier not to go running or not to go exercise. Mm. You know, than yeah. actually go exercise. Right. So it's the same concept when I'm creating something. Like, I want to create it, but then, again, we have that other part that's saying, no, just watch TV right. or just chill and do nothing, be on your phone. And it's just, like, forcing yourself. It's, like, like I'm an, I'm an introvert putting myself in an extroverted place mm-hmm. and then basically making myself uncomfortable, but then realizing that I'm good at certain things when I'm in those situations and then right. learning from those yeah. situations, too. Um, but that's kind of where, where I'm at, too, as far as, like, in my life like i understand certain things that i am good at yeah and then i'm also not good at certain things because of certain things like that you know because I, I get tired 
mm-hmm. you know if i'm around too many people like i get really quiet yeah. or i get shut off and i know i can't do that if you're working so right. you know it's right. it's just a uh, give and take but you just like learn yeah. learn what you know and then well even with me like with weddings <clears throat> you know you've seen me do it a million times it's right when we're about to knock on that door where the bride's getting married I take that deep breath and I'm like, wait, we need like 10 seconds. Give me 10 seconds. And then, you know, I put on that fucking, I'm the funnest guy. You want to be around me? Yeah. You want to, you know, let your, your guard down around me? You know, you got to get into that mindset. And, yeah. and that's what it was. And that's yeah. why I did that. And I know? think you're a lot better at it than I am as far as like when you're like putting that, that front you know, yeah. for certain people. We got to just change. Yeah. You, you transform into it. Yeah, exactly. And then remember, you know, after every wedding, I'll almost <laughs> always, as soon as all <laughs> yeah. our gear's packed, I'll just scream <laughs> in the car, you know, like just craziness in the car yeah. just for like a second. Yeah. Just get that shit out. Yeah. You know, because, because it's just, it's, it's, it's like you're bottling it up, you yeah, know, exactly. and then, and then, and then you just got to let it all out. Yeah. Because you're putting you know, in situations poor where Andrea, she should know exactly what I'm yeah, talking you're, about. You're definitely put in situations where it's like, it, it's, it becomes stressful. Like it, it's very anxiety driven as far yeah. as like the wedding stuff, oh, because yeah. you're giving a schedule, but every wedding that we've done or every wedding that I've done, they never follow. It's never schedule. within that schedule, you right. know? Never. So you have to learn how to adapt and adjust. And it's like, that's this, what made it fun though. I mean, that was, that was awesome. It's a, I don't know. That's that's cool as hell. Sometimes. Yeah, but as far as like the that like that face that you put in front of people, like right. when you're walking in for the first time, they're getting to meet you. Well, you got to be chill because if you're not chill, you're gonna freak everybody else out. Yeah. you know, because and, everybody else is nervous. And I, I feel like I could definitely do that, yeah. but to a certain extent, you know, like there are certain types of people that are within the party uh-huh. that really just like rode me the wrong way, and I'm like just like grinding my teeth. Right. And I feel like you're a lot better, like at, at biting my tongue. Yeah, like you're a <laughs> lot better at knowing how to address those situations or address those people. Where I'm, I'm basically like, right. I, and I think I've I've noticed it more as a second shooter than a first shooter, as far as like that. Like aspect. you take it too personal? Uh, no, because I see it. You know, like I'm in the background seeing what they're doing, but they're doing it to you. Yeah, and I see it why they're doing it, and I'm like. You know, like then, because when you're in front of them, you know, like you, you like, you're just, I don't know, the mindset is different. I don't you're know talking how. talking a lot of shit behind my back I don't know or what something? it is. Um, what are they doing back there? Do you remember that, uh, when, I'm not going to mention any names or yeah, anything, okay. but as far as like the, I think it was the second wedding that we did, the second to the last wedding that we did. Okay. It was in San Diego. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Do you remember the bride's mother? Yes. Do you remember how she was acting? Yeah. And do you remember the <laughs> But I mean that's not uncommon. That's very Yeah, exactly. Common. But yeah. those are certain things that you Right. You She's know that you're gonna have. But she wasn't like cussing or anything. Yeah, she was she just, was just just very opinionated. Yeah, she was demanding. And yeah. she was paying for it, so she, she yeah, has exactly. every right to be. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. But still like the way that she was approaching everything, right. yeah. It was just very uh entitled and she was just on a pedestal and well, what, the photographer what, what would you have done in my situation if you can't handle it i would have gone to the bride i honestly yeah. i would have gone to the bride and then yeah. talk to her about and it. then talk to the bride <clears throat> or if, or technically not gone to the bride because that's the worst thing that you could do to a bride is like right. get her more stressed out or made of you know yeah. yeah either go to the bride or go to one of the groomsmen or go to one of the family members as far as like who's there mm. and then really address it 
you know, be, and then sometimes I've never done it before. I've never like gone to a bride and complained about anything because I've never had that situation yeah. personally. But if there are certain people that I, I gravitate to and it's usually like women, you know, like for whatever reason, I feel really comfortable mm, with women, ladies, man, you know, like mm. and talking and they 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 talk, they feel comfortable around me. So I really like yeah. I feel comfortable saying whatever I want to them. Right. And if let's say if it would have been my wedding and that bride was comfortable with me and that we were talking back and forth, mm. having a conversation, I would have maybe would have thought to have said something. Because saying something to like a bridesmaid, unless it was the sister, yeah, you know, then I could feel like then she has some sort of authority to say something, you know. Be, right. But if it's a best friend, yeah. you know, what is the best friend gonna do? Right. She's just gonna shrug her shoulders, like, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. there's nothing that I could do. Yeah. But there's certain situations like that that I'm like, I still think about, like, man, like, this, yeah. uh, it was just too much, like for me, it was just like <laughs> it was a lot. But you know, what yeah. can you do? Yeah. Yeah. But those are the things that I, I, I feel like you're a lot better at, though, than I am. But maybe because you've been doing it a lot longer than I have yeah. and that you've been in those situations a lot better. So you know how to adapt to the, the, the actual situation yeah. when they come up. Well, I mean, to get upset about it or take it personal, it, it really helps nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. So yeah. what what's the point of yeah. doing that? Which it's is just a waste a, of energy. Which is a very logical camera click. Uh, let me actually. Yeah, sorry. Restart this. Oh, camera. I thought you were going to. Alright, just restart. Continue. The camera. Well, we were talking about it. Like, I already forgot. Yeah, we were talking about how you sh- really shouldn't take it personal because it benefits nobody. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I think it doesn't benefit anybody and doesn't benefit the situation as far as like in the moment. Right. Like actually, because I, I feel <clears> like <throat> I I would get distracted to the point where my focus wouldn't be on the technical side anymore. As far yeah. as like the lighting, the compo- uh putting everything together. Yeah. It kind of like cloud exactly everything, and about. I think that's what happens to me a lot yeah if i get into those situations but like i said it's only happened seeing you go yeah. through it well that shit happens to me all the time yeah but I don't it's know. just i'm so used to <laughs> shooting and yeah. putting my you know i'm yeah. i'm very technical and yeah. it's all like boom you know yeah, so, you so i could i could sit there and be pissed about that and yeah. still get my job done you know yeah but that just comes with time yeah yeah evan i don't think i've ever gone a bad wedding yeah. per se personally they've wow. all they've all been pretty chill and good. good so i've been pretty lucky how many weddings have you shot like a, a bunch a good dozen i'm gonna say a dozen yeah that's a good amount. yeah 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 but i was never like i said it was more of a i think i was recommended more as far as like how i started yeah. like everything that i've done it has been through recommendations mm-hmm. like through past friends or the bride knew somebody that knows me and then yeah. you know that kind of stuff it for me it was like you said you're you were doing more of the marketing yeah and that's kind of like a ton of money for marketing yeah and, and, and i was kind of just going off of like oh i know the that awesome guy, way the know? way that everybody strives for yeah it's like yeah. oh i know that guy so yeah he, he must be good Organic. even though they didn't see any of my photos or videos yet yeah you know but uh like i said i i take I take it personally as far as like if someone doesn't like my stuff mm-hmm. and that's always in the back of my head like i do want to deliver something like that i would want to watch you right, know? right or that i would want to present to my friends on social media or mm-hmm. to you know someone that's out of the country that didn't get to go to the wedding you know yeah um but that's kind of where i i view my work you know like mm-hmm. as far as like delivery has to be good but like I said, it, it was all recommendations as far as like... That's cool. Even now, I think I, I've never 
I've never done any of this, the marketing that you've done as far as like yeah. the Google stuff or well instead of having to learn all the you know crap on Facebook or whatever I'll just I could pay <laughs> Google for AdWords you yeah know? and I think we when we do we have had conversations about our generation mm-hmm. as far as like because you're not much older than I am you're maybe like what five six how old are you I'm thirty seven thirty two so six years while again oh. Uh, all right sorry about that the power went out for whatever reason yes so that was that was weird the awesomeness of the podcast has yeah cut have, the power we have a ghost in here freaking <laughs> telling us shut up um what was it i, I don't i don't really we were know. talking about oh, oh marketing online i think yeah right yeah like doing online marketing or how you got yours organically yeah through but, word of mouth and then yeah I it was just through word of mouth, mouth. um yeah. I don't remember ever doing any I've done ad stuff like campaign but very rarely that I'll pay like 10 bucks yeah. we well, probably have a ton of friends or something because a lot of the times you'll you'll always hear the story where a photographer they'll start and they have a ton of work because all their friends are using them yeah and then once they run out of friends they realize real quickly that, that it's kind of hard to get clients you know yeah and I think the other thing what uh, it's just a theory uh, uh, there is no like actual studies done yeah there's nothing as far as like how i got my uh recommendations or whatever but because of my background and also because of like growing up in the av area Mm. and then being in the band and then getting to know everyone around this area and then teaching that kind of gave me a heads up as far as like you know the students and then the parents and then those parents know other parents And then well the more people you know the more yeah client, i think that's clients i think that's what it could have been as far as like sure. where, how i've gotten started because I, I can't really say that i was like well and good don't don't cut yourself short yeah, well, that's what i was gonna say like i <laughs> good wasn't quality photos i wasn't the yeah. i wasn't people that, remember that shit yeah like, they'll tell their friends yeah too. like i wasn't that great like i could honestly say like looking back yeah. when i first started like my first couple weddings are they were okay right they were like focused you know like they weren't blurry mm-hmm um so but <laughs> i can't say point. like oh yeah this is like this was the almost a amazing yeah wedding photographer i don't you know like this is like I well people see what they want to see yeah definitely you know i yeah. look i i remember you know before i was a wedding photographer I, I got married and i remember in my head i was like man these photos are freaking awesome like crazy good and i was like you know surprised how cheap it was and all that and then I looked back, you know, just a couple of years ago. I was like, let me see how good it actually was, you know, now that I kind of know things. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like, it was like, okay, that's exactly priced right. Yeah. You know, they, they weren't extravagant like yeah. I thought, you know, so it, people see really what they want to see, yeah. you know, especially if you, you hype it up. Yeah, but I, I'm sure your, your stuff couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, but I, I can't your really say early that. early stuff. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't really say that. It was something that i did amazing and then it just right. blew up i honestly feel like it was just because i i've gotten to know so many people from the av area you know from playing music and yeah you know just the recommendations and like oh yeah that photographer he's always taking his camera he must do weddings you know right. like i was like what <laughs> well, it seems like every photographer you know, should like, do weddings exactly right? yeah <laughs> it's like oh he has a camera he must be able to shoot a wedding sure. so yeah that's kind of where I, I started, but as of right now, like, I, I feel like I, even now I don't do a lot of marketing or self-marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I know I was kind of getting on your ass for that the other day. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, <laughs> I need to, you know. I, I don't do a lot of like, uh, 
my profile. Yeah. I haven't put anything. Well, see, you're, you're awesome with the like algorithms of social media and yeah. all that. You know exactly what to post and when to post it and how to post it. So, I mean, technically you really, you're just kicking ass anyways without paying for it. Yeah. 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 But I, I do feel like we didn't, we, both of us would have to want to stay on top of that stuff if we want to yeah. stay well, I mean, you got to pay to like, play. Yeah, exactly. You know. And that within, it's just a job within itself. Like I had Shannon, that's what he does for a living. He does marketing yeah. for companies and, you know, like small businesses. And it's a lot of work, I you bet. know, like in the, a lot of people, uh, they don't, they relate us to that, you know, like, oh, that's, it's all one bundle, you know, that everybody, if right. he's a creator, he knows how to do and right. understand the And algorithms. he also knows graphic design. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah but as far as like everything goes like i I feel like we've kind of gone the foundation as far as like who you are but there's one thing that i i don't know if i want like you would have wanted me to have brought up that's okay yeah like i'm open I, I want people to actually know who your dad was as oh. far as like with the navy <laughs> and the only reason i didn't bring it up in the beginning was yeah. because i didn't want that to be right the highlighted point yeah. with who you are because i don't i know for a fact that's not you know, he is who he who, who he was. I I'm I'm assuming because right. you know he passed away last year. Um, was it last year? A couple years ago. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when I first met you, it it was an an association for me to actually getting to know you. Like, oh Clinton's dad, you know, right. is this? You yeah. know, it was more of just like the photography side, and then your personality side came about. Right, you know, like yeah. where we connected and well, we became I'm not friends. I'm embarrassed about it. It's fine. Yeah, but yeah. as far as like everybody that doesn't know you, like yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they. Our they Lee Ermy. Yeah, that's my old man. Yeah, and very proud of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you could just kind of give like a, a like just a little. Uh, yeah, background. like who he is. Who he is? People how like, who how the heck's was like, Ermy? Who he like? How it was growing up with how he was. Oh, you stuff. really want to get into like, just, it? <laughs> just small little like doesn't yeah, have to be everything. Yeah, no, you know? t- totally cool. Because I never got to meet him like at all. Like I in person, like yeah. I, I met you what three years ago? I'm gonna say three years ago or two years ago. Something like that. Yeah, and then we we really really didn't really hang out until we did a first wedding, mm-hmm. was which was a year after within the year, you asked me to shoot for you as a second shooter yeah then we really became friends as far as like because you got to actually know yeah my person as far as like my work ethic and right. also like the person that conversation wise mm-hmm. so yeah but like i said I, I never got to meet him so i yeah yeah well he's awesome he was a totally awesome guy uh yeah a, a sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was stern as hell you know yeah. a lot of people oh he's like a teddy bear but Come on, man. <laughs> so was he exactly what... Oh, well, first off, he's uh, the guy from Full Metal Jacket, the drill instructor. Uh, and if you haven't seen that, then the drill instructor in Toy Story. Certainly, or, I've seen that. Horror stories like Texas. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. You know, you get the gist. He, yeah. was, a, he was an actor. Yeah. Uh, but growing up with him was, was great. You know, he taught me... A lot of good stuff. He taught me good ethics. Yeah. Really, he was on that, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. couldn't imagine being raised by any other fa- father at all. Yeah, know? and I remember you had mentioned once that he was really, like, as far as, like, um, he actually, like, uh, I'm not going to, like, some parents are very restrictive when it comes to, like, their kids' creativity. Right. No, he was always, like, 
you know, if I got into like he always, I feel like he, he was he, super encouraged. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, he was always on board. Do you want to do that? Then boom, even with photography. Yeah. You know, which was strange. Like my mom, she didn't want me. She, she needed me to get a real job. You know, <laughs> she always said that she's she just told me that just a couple months ago, probably, <laughs> you know, I'm going to call you right now. Get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, she just wanted, she was looking after my well-being. Was it like all. security reasons? Like as far as like when quote unquote, like a real job is like something you'll get like every uh, week, W2 you know, like, yeah, taxes exactly. and you know, you got a name badge or something that's, yeah. you know, which is probably just traditional for my mom and yeah. of course she's just looking out for me and my family make sure i have a secure paycheck mm. you know and all that but but like yeah my dad i mean he was just go for it you know yeah. if i wanted to be like a freaking astronaut he would be yeah. like awesome go for yeah. it you know you could do it and which is just cool you know because it, it really helped me you know i told him i wanted to be a photographer and i told him my plan you know when i and he was like, just, that's awesome. Do it. And then he went out and bought me a, a nice camera, you mm. know, and it, yeah, it was, it was great. Real. Was it encouraging though, to actually have somebody like that in your life to actually like really like give you that positive, like, I don't know what it is. Cause my parents are completely the opposite. They, did, they, they do encourage me on certain things, but they were never like, Oh, yeah. you know, like, well, I mean, it's, it's good to have the other, the negative side of yeah. it or not negative, but you know, the opposite side of it. Uh, saying you can't do it, yeah. you know, because then you just want to prove them wrong. Yeah. You know, and he would do that too every once in a while. Yeah. Sure, sure. It was a lot of, you know, if, you, if you're talking about like critiquing, mm. he was very good at shooting your shit down. Yeah. Being like, hey, this sucks. <laughs> you know, a lot of the times he's wrong about it, yeah. you know, but I would just, he's my dad. Was he the same thing right. with your skateboarding? Because I know you were into skateboarding. Oh, he did not enjoy that at no. all. He didn't like your skateboarding. It's funny. My mom kind of liked that though. Really? Or she, she bought me skateboards and stuff. Was it because was she wanted you outside of the house to be active or what was it? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She, She's like, let him kind of spend out his energy. It's just a skateboard. It's just a toy, yeah, you know, okay. and didn't really think about me breaking my skull open or anything, yeah. you know, but my, yeah. my old man, he, he knew it was going to take a toll on my body, Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, back then I, I played a lot of golf, uh, you know, I was his golfing buddy. But then when I started skating more often, it was, it was more like, sorry, dad, I can't skate. I gotta, or I can't play golf. I gotta go skate. So, I, you know, he didn't really, I don't think he liked it mainly for that reason. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, like I said, I never, I never got to know him in person. Yeah. He's an awesome yeah. guy. I love that guy so much. Yeah. He's definitely. my dad. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Of course. And I think he did everything right when he was raising us. Yeah. You know, me and my, my sisters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's an awesome guy. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Then he, yeah. man, he was hardcore, man, growing up. Was he? Sure. Was sure. he strict on, like, like well, chores he, and all he, that stuff? I think he might have believed in me a little too much. Okay. You know, he was, His like, as an example, you know, when I was 12 years old, he handed me a butcher knife and said, we need to cut the tails off of all of our puppies. <laughs> we had, like, three puppies. He gave me a, that and, like, some <laughs> cornstarch. And oh he didn't God. even go out there with me. So there's a tree stump out there. Go ahead and do that. What the and I was like, all right. And I took care of it, you know, because oh I, there's God. no way I'm questioning that. Freaking and the butcher. Yeah, you know, dressed the deer in my front yard a couple of times when okay. I was young, uh-huh. very young, uh, pigs. You know, he was, you know, I had to feed the horses and he was very strict on, on getting stuff done on a certain time. Mm-hmm. And there's no excuses. 
I don't, I don't miss that shit, you know, or like not miss, miss, but like, I don't miss my time to feed the horses, Okay. you know, and there's no excuse for it. If I do, yeah. I just get that shit done, yeah. you know? And I think that's what's lacking in a lot of these new kids growing up. Yeah. You know, even, even me, I could attest to it that, you know, I'm really soft on my kids compared to that. So, yeah. you know, maybe I need to stern up a little bit. Maybe everybody needs to be get a little, a horse, make them feed them. Well, you know, just have rules. Yeah. You do that shit and life is good. Yeah. You don't do it, then life's going to be crap. Yeah, like have structure in your life from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my parents were always pretty strict as far as like growing up. You know, we, the whole make your bed in, before you leave anywhere, mm-hmm. even till now, like that's the thing that I do. Like I have to make my bed. Yeah. And I'll go over to my friend's house and, you know, their, their beds are always messy. Right. And I remember they had, we had a game board or it was like a board game, like with questionnaires. Uh And the question was, what do you do after you get off, you wake up or whatever? And then most every, like, oh, brush your teeth or, you know, like, like questions like that. Right. Have breakfast and my, like make my bed. Yeah. And then they were so confused. Like, why do you make your bed? You're just going to sleep in it when you come back. I'm like, it's just something that's just been embedded in me as far as like structure. You know, that's good though. You just like, you wake up and you make your bed from like from little little like well i heard it it like starts your day off like you accomplish something real quick and yeah it could be that it's just yeah. for me it's now it's just second nature like i have to have it or if not right. i i feel like i get ocd like i'll see my bed when i'm leaving the door yeah and i'm like i have to make this bed like it just right. doesn't look right you know yeah, like yeah. it just it looks messy um but kind of no, like I, toilet lids being down r- no nah, i don't care about that stuff. Really? <laughs> no i found myself it, doing that when it the comes down day. to the the real estate stuff yeah and right. have the toilet seats have to be down well, i remember you asked me that like a month ago or something yeah you know, hey do you well we're talking about like uh houses houses you before you take a photo of a bathroom the toilet seat needs to be down and Irvin was asking me hey do you ever walk by your house and see a toilet seat up and have to put it down <laughs> and, <laughs> and i was like no i never did that and then just a few weeks ago, I did that, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Why did I go out of my way to put the toilet seat down? Yeah. Not the seat, the lid, the, yeah, the toilet lid, lid yeah. down." Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. what I was. Doing. I, I think it just becomes a custom. Yeah. Even now, like when I when we go to the houses, like the first thing that I ask now is not the lights; it's the refrigerator magnets. Yeah, I know. Like it's one of those. You things have like, a thing about refrigerator. Yeah, it's just because the, I, I feel like the kitchen is really important. Yeah. When it comes down to the pictures, and if there's a bunch of magnets paper pictures like random stuff on top of it right. you know i feel on like top it, of a thousand dollar fridge yeah like i feel like it just it like devalues yeah. the image you know like as True. far as like what it could look like yeah. with a, a clean fridge yeah and that's the same thing with the the toilet seats you know like mm. I'll, I'll see pictures online i'm like why didn't or <laughs> videos the walkthrough videos from other videographers yeah and i'll see the toilet seat up i'm like why like you could have gone in there put it down and easy right. fix you know like for whatever reason, now it bugs me all the time when yeah. I see it, either yeah. from other photographers, videographers, or even like I said, when uh, I think I did it too. Like it was, a, it's becoming a habit at my house too. Like I'll walk around or I walk through the hallway, yeah. and I'll I'll pass the bathroom and I'll see the toilet seat yeah. up, and I'm like, why is it up? It has to be down. Like yeah. so, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like you, like I'm getting out of my way, just push it, putting right. it down. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really weird, but I think that's just customs that we're developing as real estate photographers right um but yeah man yeah well is there anything else that you feel like you you want to give out to the i don't know the social media or wherever the hell i feel like putting this up because i don't even know where i'm putting this up yet 
Like, it's either going to be... Just do a, all of it. YouTube and Facebook. And yeah. Like, I was thinking just putting it on my Facebook for whatever reason. Yeah. And then maybe putting it on YouTube, but... Do a YouTube channel. Yeah. That'd probably be cool. Yeah. So, Why we'll not? see. Like I said, I, I didn't think that far. Yeah. I, I don't think that's far. Just got to do it. Just, just do just stuff. Just start it. Just and start and see where it goes. that ball start rolling. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And when it comes down to this stuff, like, I honestly feel like I want to do other videos now as far as, like, now podcasting. But mm-hmm. the videos that I used to do before, right. like, I started working. Like You're talking about, like... Uh, like, fun videos. Like, even if it's just, like... Um, like little shorts? Yeah, like, little B-roll, like, me walking vlogs, maybe. Like, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. People like watching them. Yeah, but it's just oh. one of those things, like, I haven't done in a while. And I've gotten used to not doing it. Yeah. So maybe this will encourage me to actually just do more stuff. Yeah. Wow. If you need any help, I'll... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Well, be sure to... we got to plug our website, right? Wouldn't yeah, that be cool. Like, yeah. www. Nobody says that anymore, huh? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, go to inviewmedia.com to book your session with us. Yeah. If not, you guys can also look us up on Instagram. It's inviewmedia underscore. Is it? No, it's... Uh, the even, dash. What's the dash called? I don't even know anymore. I said it earlier. Hold on. Hyphen. Is it the hyphen? Yeah. I'm in looking it up right media. now. Yeah, no, it's underscore. It's in, in view media underscore for Instagram. Oh, for Instagram. Yeah, for Instagram. Yeah, because yeah. they won't let you do that. Yeah. So on our Instagram, you could basically just check out some of the photos that we have. On our bio, you could basically click onto their website. And if you are a realtor and you're wanting us to shoot any of your listings, either via photo or uh, uh, video, you could, you're more than welcome to actually just schedule it on, to, on the actual website. Our mm-hmm. calendar's there. Click on Clinton's name or Mike's name. Click on the date, time, and then sends a text to us, and then we could just confirm it. Yeah. And that's basically it. It's not pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're also doing Matterport, too. So Matterport is a virtual tour. Mm-hmm. So Super in, popular right now. Yeah, super popular yeah. just because a lot of people aren't really wanting to go out as far as, like, to actually go. I don't, I don't know if they're doing open houses yet. I, I think so on the first. They started. They? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, just in case you want to actually send out the virtual tour to a client that's out of state, I, I do recommend having the Met, uh, the Matterport for that kind of situation just because they are basically going through the house, yeah. you know. It's got to be right, the right house, though, yeah, for however, sure. Yeah, well, it really depends on the circumstance, too. Yeah. Um, oh, true that. Yeah, so, but, yeah, um, that's definitely that as far as like our in view media yeah our shameless plug yeah but we got it look at all the stuff we had to set up very excited very excited (laughs) yeah but i don't know check it out yeah if you want to me to shoot your wedding go to cali creative photography.com yeah definitely i I always recommend clint yeah as far as the photography side i i would definitely see that you enjoy it a lot more than i do Mm. i enjoy the videography side as far as like when it comes to the weddings yeah you need a wedding videographer. I also do the photography side, but I enjoy the f- videography side. Yeah, just, he's a video master. So yeah. I'm I'm okay. He's awesome. I'm, I'm not, awesome. I'm, I wouldn't say that. It's almost as good as I am with photos. Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. you guys. Thank you again for whoever that's out there watching, hearing. Thank you, whoever is not watching. Nah. Yeah. What do you? All know? right. Peace, love. Later. Lights.